and we are back with another morning roast edition of the Black and Oakland podcast, where every Wednesday morning we deep dive into creative topics with the goal of giving you a daily dose of motivation and inspiration. I'm your host, Ben Haggerty, aka Ben Reverse World. This is my co-host, David Malave, aka David Malave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and today's topic is titled, The Most Effective Way to Get Hired by an Artist or Celebrity. Um, as creators, we all look up to you know all types of different artists, celebrities, whatever it's going to be. And, uh, you know, Dave and I have been lucky enough to work with some superstars such as like Beyonce and Jay-Z, which is pretty cool. Um, but it wasn't always like that. And as we kind of figured out our path to um, get our name out there or build a platform, we've learned a lot of great examples, especially from this podcast, of ways to reach out to someone that you look up to and would like to work with. So today we're going to break down three important steps um, that you should consider uh, when you are reaching out to someone. And I think that that's going to be super helpful. But if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, you're probably wondering. What the fuck is Black Window Cream? Great question. Black Window Cream is the illest educational resource for content creators fueled by caffeine. Or at least I take my coffee Black Window Cream, but you can drink or not drink whatever caffeine you fuck with and still be a part of our community. We have thousands of members from all around the world working together by sharing content, asking for feedback, passing tips and tricks along to one another with the goal of pushing each other to become the best motherfucking content creators on earth. And you can join our private group if you want to by going to bwnc.com slash join. We would love to fucking have you. Please join. And without further ado, I bring to you this morning roast episode in the second most epic podcast intro ever created, right? Motherfucking no! Take some fucking notes, you bitch. Yo, so it's been cool the last like two weeks. We, we rolled out uh, a new thing for Black and Cream, which is we were giving out a phone number um, so that we can be in direct contact with the members of the community um, and the listeners of the podcast, which has been awesome. With this, we've you know we shared the phone number with the idea of we want to hear from you guys. I've been having. I, I, I think we're almost at like 500 people that have texted me, which is nuts. And I've literally been, Dave watches me and I'm just sitting there like <laughs> texting everybody uh, on the platform. And it's been awesome. We're connecting with different creators. I'm hearing more about you guys directly and also being able to get your feedback and, and talk, you know, you've given me some good ideas for what we should do with the community. And so today I want to shout out Troy Gonzalez. Shout out to Troy. Troy is from Houston, Texas. H-Town. H-Town. Um, who, he sent, he sent a question this morning. He said, who should I be sending my portfolio to if I I want to work for artists and I think this is a great a great topic point for us to dive into we've talked about this several times in passing like on the podcast but we've never made a singular episode so we wanted to kind of dive into this so we have three steps that we think that you should consider when reaching out to an artist whether it's a celebrity a brand if it's just a, another creator you want to work with um, that may have a lot of people that are constantly doing this to them I think that's the most important piece of the puzzle here is that uh, you may want to work with this person. So you know all about that person. That person probably has zero clue of who you are, right? So we always have to remember that. So when you're reaching out, understand that there's tons and tons of versions of you reaching out to this one person or this one thing. Um, so you wanna make sure that you stand out to the best of your ability when uh, when when reaching out. So let's go to step, step number one, Dave, and you can all kick right. it off because I gotta clear my throat. <coughs> all right, cool. So. Step one, we're gonna call it clean up shop, right? And 
what that means is you, before you reach out, you got to have all your ducks in a row. And as a creator, that means we got to have the things that matter the most to us and to people that are hiring us are our Instagram, your website, your portfolio, your reel, whatever you have to present that way. And then also we're going to suggest another way that people might not be thinking of how to, you know, put your content in a place that's easy for someone to view, because that's really what it comes down to, right? You're going to reach out to somebody, but they, you're going to have to show them something. That's the most powerful thing. You can, anyone can say, oh, I'm the illest this and that, right? But what's going to get you hired is you showing them proof that you can do what you, you can do, you can do what you're telling them yeah, you can right. do. And also that they're impressed with those without content. Cause like Ben said, there's a million creators reaching out to these people and you want to hit them with the, the, the piece of content that's going to make them say, wow, yeah, this guy is someone we need to work with. Right. right. Yeah. So let's talk about, we've talked about it plenty of times. If you want to go back on the morning roast, we did a, uh, a while back, maybe a year. It's called the Instagram is your new resume. Right. I'm not sure what episode number it is, but search that topic. And we talked about how even right now, me and Ben both don't have websites. So Instagram is, has always right. been the way <laughs> that we get hired. Like if someone asks me for my website, I send them to my Instagram. And that's the reason why I try to keep my Instagram personally as curated and like professionally looking as possible, because that's the front face of when people are going to see when they reach out to, when I reach out to them. So if I send an email, if I try to send a DM, and I'll let Ben go into this because he does this all the time. Like the first thing you kind of do is you kind of click in and you get that first impression, right? So when you send an email and you have your Instagram or your website or whatever, you need to make sure your first impression and that wow factor is locked across the board, right? So if you're if you're reaching out and you send them your website link, but it's outdated, you haven't put your bet your newest best work on there yet, right. or you could do a little better <laughs> of like designing it and making it look fire or curating it so that if you want to get hired by an artist specifically and you have a, your photography page has all these different photos of cars and, and food or whatever, then curate a page that's going to allow them to come and see exactly what you need them to see. Right. No, I agree. And also it's like what you need to think of is I always call us like we're puppeteers, right? So if you're in control of your puppet, what do you want the puppet to do that your crowd is watching? Right? So for example, you decide to go the route of emailing someone. You found an email contact. We'll talk about finding your contacts in a second. But you find the contact and you're reaching out to them. And you, you say, hey, what's up? This is who I am. Blah, 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 blah. Boom. Cool. You send the, that, that off. Now you have to think of, like, what is this person doing when they see? If there's a chance that they're going to see my email, how are they going and acting on it? And that's what Dave's talking about is being able to have everything so dialed in to explain who you are. If you are emailing me because you want to shoot my a birthday party or my wedding or something like that, like something really formal, but your website is set up with like pictures of uh, like heavy metal photos. It's not really explaining to me that you know how to do that job because all you do is shoot shows. Like, cool, you shoot shows and you may shoot it really, really well, but I might not get the, get the idea that you really know how to tell the story of a, a wedding, right? Right. So I think that it's super important to think of the funnel process to go from, someone may go from your website to your Instagram, someone may go from your Instagram to your, to your back to your email, or maybe they lose track of it. So if they're on your website and they forgot about your email or who you were, cause I got a hundred emails that day, is your email still listed on your website? Is it easy to reach back out to you if they have to? Um, you really want to dial, I would say really dial that shit in. Um, to make sure that it's as best organized as possible. So then do we want to talk about the, the pitch deck idea too? Like when yeah, you're we'll, we'll say that for a second. I just want to hammer on this because I definitely recommend going and checking that morning roast I told you about Instagram mm. is your resume because I think it is important to kind of treat, especially if you're like a creator and you're, you're on the come up and you're hustling, like you're emailing people 
all day long, like shit I was when I was in Texas. It's like you, you it's all these little things that add up to being effective, right? So right. maybe like you gotta make sure like in your bio, you know what I'm saying? Be clear, what do you do? I'm this and that, this is where I'm based. You know what I mean? Here's my, my website's in there, it's clean. Your avi looks nice. You got like, we, we talked about it with other creators. Like if you, if you have content, but then some of your posts are just like random selfies and some of your other posts are like content that you're not trying to get hired for, you're muddying the picture. Right. You know what I mean? Especially for, there's so many art, uh, music photographers, videographers, content creators in general on Instagram. And when you go, if you're to be effective, when you go to that page, it's like immediately apparent, like, boom, this person shoots music. Like they know what's up. So when, if, if I'm an artist manager or a label, I immediately get that. Yes. This person is, is like who we're looking for. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it doesn't mean you only have to shoot one thing, but it's just about be conscious of like the message that you're sending. Right. right? And then, yeah. So for, uh, there's another way that you should think about another like uh, form of presentation that you can think about. And so there's a website, there's Instagram and Danilo Lewis, um, who's on the podcast, that episode's called, uh, how to become a festival photographer. And he talked about how his strategy when he emailing clients was he wanted to keep them in the email. So, and we'll get to that later, but the idea of the people that are reading your email likely are in a rush or likely may like decide, oh, halfway through, oh, I'm, I'm not going to pay attention to this. Right. So in order to capture their attention as, uh, <coughs> as quickly as possible, he talked about put embedding images in the actual email, right? So instead of having a link and making them click out, you're capturing them visually right there. Right. Another thing that he talked about was a PDF that you could just attach to the email because it also doesn't require them to leave their email, the thing. Because imagine you're, you're a manager, you're waking up and you got 50 emails to go through and you get this email from a creator and you're kind of like, oh, I'm gonna have to go to their website and I'm gonna have to go search around. And you're like, oh, I'll get to this later. Right. Versus a PDF that you could create almost like a pitch deck to yourself that has your name, what you do, some of your, your biggest clients and, and the projects that you've done with them. You know, so if you're a photographer, you're like live show, uh, lifestyle, you know what I mean? Festivals or whatever that show your range. And then at the end have your contact info. Well, and you want to make it as like, think about if you're applying for any job, you're going to hand in a resume, you're going to fill it out. It's going to say, what are your last three jobs? And you're not going to write the bullshit job. You only worked for like three weeks for, you're going to write the jobs that you were proud of, that you accomplished a lot of goals, et cetera, that shows your capability of achieving whatever that job is. So when you go through and if I'm looking at your work and I'm the person that's going to hire you or potentially like fuck with you on some level, you want to be able to be like, okay, cool. They've done this. They've done this. They've worked with this person, et cetera. And what Dave's saying is like by organizing a more like beautiful presentation, it's just better than an email. And I've sent these emails. I've sent so many emails where I'm like, they're like, show me what you've done. And I'm like, cool. Uh, and then I just put in bullet, Chris Brown documentary, parentheses, co-editor, parentheses, then colon, then a link. And then the next one and the next one, the next one. And then all of a sudden you have 15 links with a bunch of bullshit and a bunch of, it's like just so unorganized and ugly looking that it's gonna be easier for them to be like, oh shit, if they're scrolling through your you know, your your deck or your resume, they're seeing an image of whoever that person's face is that you worked for, or maybe it's a video that you did, so you wanna reference a video link. So you're showing a thumbnail of that person and it says the job and it says your title in a really organized fashion. That shit will impress people, and that's what you wanna do. I don't know how many times I've gotten messages from people that are like, yo, we should link, we should work, blah, 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 uh, this, this, and that, and then I have no clue what the fuck they're, like what they actually do unless they have me go into their Instagram. Now they haven't told me about what they did in this DM. So they're saying like, we should do some shit. And I'm like, I don't know you. So then I have to go to their Instagram and if it's just like 16 pictures that they took on a photo shoot that's all from the same photo shoot, 
So I just, uh, all right, cool. I'm already bored. Like you've already right. bored and made me bored. I don't have time to dig through 40 months of your work. You know right. what I mean? And then it's, yeah, just, like you said, we got to imagine there's 50 people that are emailing the same person, especially like music artists, managers, labels, agents, all these people are getting hit up all the time. So right. it's like, what are you trying to get hired for? If you're trying to get hired to shoot, you're like, oh, this artist is coming to uh, Lollapalooza. I live in Chicago or whatever, right? It's like gather your fa- gather the, f- the the photos or the videos that are speaking exactly to that event, so that when you hit them, you say, "Here's who I am. Here's the value I provide." We'll talk about this more later. Mm. But also, here's examples of me shooting things that are like this, so that when they they're like, "Oh yeah, we do need a content creator," and you see you sh- you have photos of, of of crowds and blah blah blah, whatever you have, and they're like, "I get it." Yeah, you know what I mean? as opposed to like, "Oh, this one recap I shot of this one thing back in the day." Right. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Just tie it, tie it as well as possible so right. that people can just it, you just make it the easiest decision they've ever made in their lives where they especially if you're you know if you're someone that's trying to reach out to someone that's on tour right and you're just like oh I would love to shoot blah 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 they're coming to my town right cool you want to go shoot for the for uh, I don't know SZA so if you're thinking like I want to shoot for SZA she's gonna play here in two weeks who do I hit up you're not like you can DM SZA all you want but SZA's got millions of followers and t- thousands of DMs every day she probably doesn't even check that shit so I guess this can we go yeah, on step let's two? go step two so then who who do you contact in that sense yes you can send messages to her but if she's ignoring it or not seeing it for whatever reason that's not her fucking fault she's famous there's people that are around her that can equally be receiving messages and probably are receiving messages at a much smaller amount every single day. So Mm -hmm. your chances of getting your message seen, whether it's on Instagram, DMs, Twitter, whatever, are very probable. So I think it's important to analyze who's in the camp. Who, Who is the tour manager? Who is the homie? Who is in the band? Who is, you know what I mean? Their videographer, photographer, their, uh, their, their day-to-day manager, their assistant, whatever they have, they hire, these people hire so many people. And then by default, if they're on tour, they're traveling with each other, they become a family, right? So you have this, there's a unique set of people that are on that tour that are really close to the artists that could potentially put the word out there to say, yo, look, we got this young gun and whoever wants to come through, or yo, we have this fucking OG that shoots all these ridiculous shows. Like we should get this person on board. Cool. They reached out to me. So I think that's really important to try to think outside the box of who these people are and, and find a unique way to reach out. You feel me? Yeah, no, that's, that's so key. And I think a lot of people may not think that like, yeah, you can message, you know, little pump or whoever on, on Instagram, but imagine how many DMS are in there, right? As creators, I've uh, the most effective way I've always find to get into contact with the manager is I mean, excuse me, with an artist, it's through their manager. Yeah. The manager is the one that's tied in. He's the one make he or she is one. That, they're the ones making the decisions that are on the uh, that are on the fly. So if they haven't they have an event, the manager's like, okay, yeah, we need a creator. They're the ones that are sourcing local talent. They're also the ones that are connecting the uh, the creators with labels. So that maybe the labels paying, but the the manager's the one that's tying in because they're in the day to day. So and these people's info are found. You can find them. So when I was in Austin and I was trying to shoot EDM shows, right. You got you to gotta do the whole circle. So first off, you go to their Twitter or their Instagram and you see if, if it's just right there sitting for you, the manager's contact in, in the bio. Most that's always are, money. Someone yeah. made a LinkedIn account at one point. The email's there. Right. Yeah. And the, 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 the smaller the artist is, the more likely they have their management and their agent contact in their bio because they're trying to get booked. The bigger they get, they, they have to keep it out because they have already so many contacts. But SoundCloud, the SoundCloud bio, Twitter, Instagram, you can search it on Google. The minute you find this person's name, 
you can search them on Instagram and you can find, maybe they have their email on there or you could DM them directly professionally on Instagram. But mm -hmm. once you have their name, you can search on LinkedIn and everybody's contacts out there. And like you said, it's just about like strategizing who around the camp you're gonna attack first, not attack, but you get what I'm saying. And you can contact multiple of them. So you have managers, tour managers, you have, um, you know, the, yeah, the, the band that tours with them, you have stylists, you have, yeah. and you don't want to be annoying. I think the most effective way is that I've found is I'll go manager. And if I can't go manager, then you can go agent or management company because their agent, if you can get their agent, number one, that agent also is like represents a bunch of other artists. So that's a great connection in the first place. And if you can get that person's attention, they may pass your contact down. Well, if, I was going to say too, like I noticed this, um, the more you sound like you know about the artists in the camp, it, it kind of sticks out. Like I remember when we would tour, when I was on, on B and J's tour, we didn't have outside press. So there was like anyone that hit us up, we're like, sorry, there's nothing we can do. There's literally no media that comes into this shit besides us. But on Q's tour, when I shot that, I would get hit up all the time by different creatives that were like, yo, I love to shoot for blah, blah, blah. There, and, and even when, even after the fact, even when Q went on to another tour and I was busy with B, like I wasn't with him, I would still get messages from, fans that knew I worked with him and work with him or whatever. And so they'd be like, yo, I know you're not on the tour. So A, they already know I'm not with them. So they don't sound like an idiot. Like they're just hitting me for no reason. I know you're not on the tour, but uh, I already hit up um, Keem. I already hit up Musa. They, they're name dropping people that are part of the camp. Like they've clearly done their due diligence. And all I, I would kill just to shoot a photo for the, the show. Like you would check my page, just my work, all this stuff. And they reach out and I'm like, ah, like it catches my attention because they are saying names of people I lived with on right. a bus. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, wow, you really know our team or you must have met someone or they'll say like, yo, I met fucking blah, blah, blah at the merch tent. He told me to hit up me, whatever. And I'm like, oh, cool. They really know who this person yeah, is. So it develops like a, a uh, I feel that you've done your research and makes me want to fight for you more where I'll probably go and extend the real text to the tour manager and be like, yo, look, this person has hit me. It sounds like they really want to shoot. Like, would you hook them up versus someone that's just like, yo, can you give me a Q show tomorrow? And I'm yeah. like, no, it's the same thing. What? It's the same thing as like when you meet, let's say you're like at some like mixer or some, you're out in the field and you connect with someone mm -hmm. and they're like, yeah, I work at this, this in this company. You should reach out or whatever. I'm like, oh, sick. So then when you reach out to that person, you're like, Hey, how's it going? I actually met Ben at this and this, and he told me about this and that. And then it's like, you're connecting that you already have some type of familiarity with the people exactly. in the camp. That's just super important. It's and, super key. And, and it shows you've done your research, you right? Know? Yeah. So do your research. You got to understand who is in the camp. And you also, it's important to understand that like these people are connected too. I think like, I remember when I was in San Antonio or whatever, reaching out, I was like, cool. I can't reach to this. I remember it was like uh, Lewis the Child, which is like a DJ duo. Right. I was like, dude, I love their music. I would love to shoot for them, right? But they got a, a really dope dude that's been touring them forever. So it's like, but their manager also manages Weathen or also manages another artist I can't remember. So it's like, what if I reach out to th that artist manager? You know what I mean? Now you're in this little tree. Right. So it's like, you can get there eventually. Also, if you want to reach shoot for an artist, you can't get there. There's someone opening for them, right? Do this same three-step process to that opener and then finesse the plug when you get to the show and and reintroduce yourself. Try to find the person, you know the person's name that you tried to get to and introduce yourself to them at the show and that's your way in through the back door. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I, what I like about this too is even how you said uh, whoever the first artist was that you mm -hmm. said out of all these artists' names you just dropped, uh, how you talked about 
that person or that artist already has a guy or a girl with them that's been shooting with them for a long time. You could even go and try to contact that person who that's their job. That's their artist. They're taking care of them. They, a lot of the times you're going to assume it's some sort of competitive energy in there. But if you reach out to that person's creator, be like, yo, uh, I know you're coming to, to wherever, Austin. Um, I'm a photographer here. Here's some of my latest work or whatever. Here's a link to my website, whatever. Um, I would love to come in. Like, I would love to get BTS photos for you. Like, how can I come in and shoot for you? I, w- I would love to get the chance to shoot for that artist. I can't. Who, who did you just say? Jay, Lu- who did you say? Lewis the Child. Lewis the Child, sorry. I'm thinking Bryson Tiller's DJ. Uh, <laughs> I would love to shoot for Lewis the Child, obviously, but I would be happy to get you content too if you were able to give me a media pass so I come in and shoot. Like, uh, I've been a fan of your work, et cetera, whatever. That would maybe give that person a reason to get you into the show. If they have any pull at all, that could secure the bag for you in that sense. Maybe yeah. you're not going to be able to get the artist, but you could still get the artist's guy or girl and try to shoot for them and give them like a little bit of media that they could have because everyone wants content of themselves. Like, that's yeah, fucking I weird. think th- th- those are like these are like the layers of ways you gotta be thinking. But if you really do wanna work with someone that badly, then there's so many ways, there's so many avenues to the, to the spot. You oh, know what I mean? I also had, sorry, I was just thinking of another thing earlier. Um, when you are reaching out, you, like Dave said, you don't wanna be annoying, right? So if you're messaging um, someone on Instagram, but you wanted to follow, you think the tactic that the email would work better because you would have a real way to present yourself. I mean, you could upload a PDF to IG, but I don't know how well that's going to read. It'd be terrible. So maybe instead of bogging them down with like paragraphs of shit on Instagram, no one goes to Instagram. Everyone goes to Instagram for like to live a moment for five seconds and move on because they're in line for fucking coffee or whatever. So no one's going in there and be like, Oh my God, this is a four paragraph thing of someone pouring their heart out about how they want to shoot the show. Next, you know what I mean? Like that happens all the time. But if you hit them and be like, "Hey, I don't want to clog your feed, or I don't want to like blow you up with the big message. I would love to send you a proper email. I'm a photographer. I'm looking to shoot a show. Is there any way I could could send you an email? I have some work I could send with it as well, and and provide a couple ideas I had for you. I'm like, what ideas do they have for me? You know what I mean? No, that's, right, cool. that's, that's, that's great me I've never thought about that before. Yeah, you you don't want to like take up. You don't want to like expand their message so much that there's like Jesus Christ another. Yeah, and, c- and you're wasting your bullet too. Yeah, you, like, you, you got to save all that. And I'm a big proponent of email just because, and there's some awesome stories about people who've done DMs and don't discount DMs. Like if you want to get in contact with someone and you feel there's some type of like way that that's going to make sense, but you got to read the room. You got to understand what it is. Like, like the most professional industry standard way of getting in contact and the way you're going to get somewhere faster, I think are like higher up the chain is through the email because that's the way that these people were talking about the people in the camp. That's the way they communicate daily. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that way. Well, and, and, but, and but then the the idea of just request like per, like you know professionally requesting if you can send an email they'll be like yeah sure you can send me an email and then you got the content yeah easy yeah. and then they're more I mean they're, you're one step closer you know right. I mean one step closer to getting them to open it I think like w- one thing I noticed when when I put it on Instagram the other day I was like yo we're doing this new phone number thing like if you want to text and say what's up text me. Or it's tell me you're a creator and I'll DM you back. I literally went through all kinds of DMs from people that are like, yo, I'm a creator. And I would go to their bio and it's cool how you said earlier, like even just having it after a while, I was like, holy shit, I'm getting like probably a thousand messages right now from people who want my phone number. All right, cool. So uh, how do I pick out if they're an actual creator or not? You know what I mean? Because some people are just being weirdos and just like, I'm a creator and I go to their page and it's just like, no, there's nothing, no, like it's just family photos. And I'm like, I, I have no way of knowing that you're a creator here. Even the people that would have a link, I would like click the link to see like where that took me. If it didn't take me to like a website or like a YouTube page or something, like I don't know what, I don't think you really are a creator, right? But I would sometimes get so quick at it. I'm like, all right, just confirm me that these are creatives. If I saw a fucking emoji of a camera, I'd be like, 
damn, if they're putting it in their bio, that means that they're a photographer. Like that just right there was enough for me to see it that this person's a photographer. It says, I shoot photos or they identify themselves. I'm a VFX artist, editor, et cetera. Like, cool. I, I like that because you're telling me in the, the shortest amount of characters exactly what you do. You know, it even made me well, change it's just, it. It's just confirmation. It's like, it's confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when you get an email and someone says, look at my Instagram and you go and the email confirms what the the Instagram confirms what the email said. I do this and that, and here's right. why I'm based. And here, and you see the content. It's just like, oh, okay, this is real. Right. You know what e- I'm saying? Like even like when someone, when, if I'm reaching out to people for the podcast, and I'm like, okay, I'll use my Instagram because I have more followers, so I might look better for someone to see my shit to see, take me serious. In my message that I send them, if they go to my bio, I'll, the first thing you see in the bio is like, yo, we won a Grammy for Beyonce's Homecoming documentary. Like. I used to think that that shit was stupid back in the day when I, but it, most of the time, cause it wasn't real. Cause it'd be like SoundCloud fake for like pe- producers and shit that was just like made beats for fucking Meek Mill and, mm-hmm. did, did, and I'm like, uh, did you really? Like- nah, but it, it, everyone does it. Like, I mean, think about it. Even dancers, like when dancers have their profile and they say credits, Beyonce, Usher, blah, 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 blah. Like if Established. you're, yeah, like if, if someone that's casting or someone that's hiring for a tour comes, you're just giving them that validation. You Facts. know what I mean? It's not always necessary, but I, like I said, the, the little things do matter in the long run. Like, no, so, I love that. so, so yeah, that's, that's it. Strategize, know who, like figure out who's around the artist. The artist isn't the one you're trying to capture. Once you get in contact with these managers and the agents, you're tied in and, and that's the way you're going to get hired. So that's the most important thing. That was uh last quick story on that. I remember I had watched, I'm trying to remember who, which artist, I think it was Mac Miller maybe back in the day. Nah, I don't fucking remember who it was. It was an artist like around that era when Mac was blowing up and I reached out to their camp for us to play music. And I was like, yo, we would love to like support your tour. Like we we would love to open up for y'all or whatever. And they like responded back. The manager responded back. was like, oh, that's cool. Uh, and then the next question was like, how many tickets can you sell in each city? And I'm like, fuck, I don't know. We're from, we've never been to New York before. You know what I mean? Shit like that. But I got him to respond. And what I think was unique about that is the only reason I knew that manager's name or anything was because I watched the vlogs. Like I would watch their tour documentary videos that the creator would make. And then that be, that was like a character, obviously, because this person was like on tour with them and shit. I'm like, oh, that's, that's the manager. That's the person I have to reach out to. Cool. And then I did the same process that we're explaining. I figured out who they were, found their email somehow, fucking wrote them an email, et cetera, and sent it off. And we got a response. We never ended up doing the tour because we yeah. had to like pay to play. But if you think about it, like as a creator, it's, it's, it's important to know those things. Like if you, if we name off like big artists, we know who their managers are right. because that's, that's, that's the way you think. Like yeah. the, and when you're working with these artists, that's who you're tying that tied in with. So mm-hmm. like we can name, like, think about it. Like, you know, obviously, you know, Justin Bieber's manager, Ariana's manager, we know Chance's manager, we know Travis's manager, right. we know like who manages Drake, like right. all the way down. The right. more you know, the more you can figure out. Cause these are the people making the plays, not mm-hmm. the artists themselves. Right. Now, if you're going smaller, like the smaller art, the smaller you go on the artist scale, the more easy it is to have a direct relationship. And I have plenty of artists I can hit up directly and they may hit up, meet up directly, but, but, um, you're, they're still going to tie you in with the person that's really making the, like some of the more business decisions. The artist isn't necessarily like worried about booking your flight and your rate, you know, they're like, Oh yeah, we should get this person. Cool. That's locked in. Now let's move over here. You know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Let's go to step three. Um, it's called prove your value. And I think this is a, this is the best thing you can always think about is what is your, if we go back to just how many, I don't, I don't know. I just get so many messages all the time from people trying to link or whatever. I just got one today. It was like, yo, we, we're, uh, we make media too. Like we should work together. And I'm like on fucking what? <laughs> like I literally 
on what? Well, how, how am I supposed to take that and, and act on that, right? Just the message, cool. Now I read that message, I got out of there, and now it's just in the sea of fucking 50,000 messages I've ever gotten from people that wanna talk to me or whatever. So right. how am I ever supposed to remember you or find you or, or act on that if you don't propose something? So versus someone that's like, hey, I would love to edit uh, a music video if you if, say I'm a directing a music video. I would love to edit for you someday. Here's some of my work, and Im- immediately they're sharing like a clip, or maybe they're uploading an actual like native video right to the text message. And, and if I read that, I'm like, oh, let's see what they got. And I click on it, I'm like, oh shit. Then I'm going to the page. Next thing I'm seeing like past three, four videos they posted. I'm like, oh fuck. Now I'm following this person, or now I'm sending this person a message, and I'm giving them my phone number or whatever. Like you have to think about how you can provide value to those people. And I think that just showing some, first off, just showing examples of who you are is like one of the most important things. And I'm glad we've been talking about that. But uh, yeah, there's three things that stick out to me there. Cause that was a great uh, example. There's three things that stuck out to me. Number one is if someone reaches out the way you said, which is like, yo, let's work. Or you reach out and you're like, Hey, I would love to work with you guys. Like I've always wanted to work with you guys. And this opportunity would be great for me because I've been trying to do this. That's how a lot of people reach out, right? All you're talking about is yourself. Yep. Now, you've two things that just happened there. You've placed the effort on the person you're reaching out to to figure out what you do and how you're valuable, which right. is already not going to make make them not want to respond. Love that. Number two is you're making them like you're, you're already you wasted your, your first step, right? So if you reach out and you already got them to reply, but you haven't even given the information you want to give them yet, you just wasted a reply out of them. So if I reach out to Ben and I say, "Yo, Ben, love your work." And I, you actually respond to me. You say, "Thanks, man." Do you know? Now, what I, do you know what I say? Wang. <laughs> now, now you're now you got to get them to re, to respond back to you, right? So you want to put what you need them to see in that first message, so that when they reply, they have all the information you need. You don't want you want to eliminate steps, not add steps, right? I'm actually in my Instagram messages because I I'll just sometimes I'll just get inspired to be like, man, I would love to interview that person on the podcast. What's the chances they see? my fucking blue check mark and their, their sea of messages and maybe they click on it. When I message them, I say the important message and I'll try to save my clickbaity part, which I hate doing it. And I literally will tell them that when I do the clickbait thing where I'm like, Hey, movie star, I would love to get you on the podcast or whatever. Uh, yada, yada, yada. This is what the goal of the podcast is, et cetera. I break it all down, give link, uh, uh, an at to the thing. And I can say, I'll send you the clips or whatever. And then once I send that, I follow it up with like, uh, I shoot for Beyonce, Jay-Z. I like do literally my IMDb credit list basically. And I'm like, I hate fucking saying that, but this is the first thing you're going to see when you open it because it's going to be at the bottom, right? So you're mm-hmm. like, most likely you're going to see this tiny little second message. And if you see highlighted names of like things that stick, will stick out to them, that would actually prompt them to give me one minute to read a paragraph or whatever, however long right. it takes them to read that shit, which is funny, but it's all strategy. Everything is strategy Dude, based. That, that, that strategy carries over to email and I'd love to get into it because yeah. I would literally like, um, I'm gonna get there in a second because I would right, literally right, right. like, I would be sending emails. I, in my head when I was when I was in Texas, I would think, okay, I'm sending emails at 1 a.m., at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. because my strategy was then when they wake up, it's gonna be at the top of their inbox. Right. So they have to click it. Yeah. If I send you it at 5 p.m., you just checked out, people sent you emails all night, then it's they're very, not clicking into it. And then the, the, the strategy of what you should you what should you title your your email title right. matters too. But I want to get into like the meat of it, which is um the way that you show your value, right? Like like we said earlier, if you're just talking about the like how the opportunity could be great for you, you're doing it all wrong. Everything that you're saying in that email briefly and effectively needs to tell them 
exactly what value you can provide for them, how the, you can make their content better, what you do that they don't have currently, and how can you take that to the next level and then actually be specific. So like I do this and this, I'd love to, if I could do, provide you with, uh, I think that if when you promoted a song, something that I've made in the past would be sick. I would love to create something like that for you. Yeah. Being specific, showing specific examples because you're being a solution oriented person, you know, like if they have an artist, they're like, yeah, we have photos before, but like this guy said that he can do this and it would make our photos better. Even when people reach out to Black With No Cream, right? Like they can say, hey, I'd love to work with you guys sometime. But if someone reached out to us and said, hey, like I would really love to work with you guys. I think I could really help improve your social clips. I feel like we could be, you guys could be uh, multi-purposing these and here's how I think you could do it. And even like send an example. Now yeah. we're like, oh shit, that guy has a really good a really good idea of how he could help us. Cause you I'm always, I, when people say that to me, I'm like, yo, um, they're like, yo, I'd love to work with you. I, 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 I do social clips or whatever. Like I love, I, I love the podcast and I want to find a way to start editing for you guys. I'll be like, dude, look at what we do and show me your, your best example that would match that or be better than that. Like I, I hate when I have to explain to someone to try to give me an example. That's like the worst shit ever. The fact that I'm already willing to have, have the time to explain that is just luck. Like whoever's reached out, that's luck on your part that I'm just a fucking savage and check all my messages and respond to everybody. But there's so many other people if I just hit you and was like, I, I think I, I could do this or whatever, boom, boom, boom. When you can go and you can say like for a podcast, you're like, I have a better way of like making socials or I think I could add more value by adding like a fucking cool way of using animation or some shit. And you download the uh, a shitty version of the podcast because you can only rip it from YouTube. Then you sit down and you recut it and you do your full example and then you send us a sample of that shit and we could see it. And you're pitching us ideas on ways that we could be better at what we're doing. I'm, we're both going to be like, oh, fuck, this is who is this? That's the first question we're going to ask. Right. And the second thing is like, yo, what's up? Who are you? Like, let's talk or whatever. And then the, the connection starts there. Yeah. But you you have to like find the best ways to sell someone because no one like Dave. I love how you said earlier, like you're making the person that's on the a receiving end work to, to learn about you. Right. And no one has fucking time for that. Just yeah, no one. And they're not, you can't expect them to the same way that you, that we all know that you got to hook someone within the first 15 seconds of a video likely, yeah. because we know people are going to scroll. You have to think the same thing with right. these emails. And I also think it's important to like, be clear of what you're going to deliver to them. Like you want to be, you know, confident and like firm with that. Like I remember, and it's funny because this is all kind of in the works of like shooting music, like in the live sense, but just know that like working with artists doesn't have to be shooting their shows because they need lifestyle content. They're in the studio. You know what I'm saying? They need vlog content. If you make amazing like mini docu pieces or vlogs and you could show this artist like, hey, I think it'd be sick if you could create these vlogs on, on you know they're on tour, or you know they're in the press of an album and you can pitch them on, I would love to make like a five parts, uh, like little docu series of, of the making of this album. And here's an example of how I've done something like this in the past. Like you're creating an idea and you're yeah. showing them an example of right. it, right? It's also, also like with, with the show, it's like when I would when I would reach out, I would be like, I would say, hey, you know, like, I do, I'm a, I'm a photographer, I'm a videographer, you know, I do everything from show recaps to lifestyle content to portraits, blah, blah, blah. Like I would love to shoot this show on this date at this venue and I'll, I can deliver an album of 15 photos, uh, you know, four hours after the show and a recap by Wednesday if right. the show's on Saturday or whatever date you say. And here's example of an, a recap I shot for this person. Here's a recap I shot for this person, blah, blah, blah. Here's my Instagram. Would love to get like to talk to you. Yeah. Now you've just, you've showed them exactly what you're going to deliver all of the skills that you provide. So they're like, okay, we can get lifestyle photos. We can get a recap. We can get 
uh, a vlog, whatever it is. And then here's examples of me doing that for other artists that you may know, right? And all that one, one thing with a nice title is like all the value you can provide. Now it's like they have to open it and all they have to do is just follow your steps. Like, right. You know, if you're not hearing back from someone, you give it a couple of days, follow up. Hey, I don't know if you got the chance to check out this message. Cool. If they don't check it, then assume you've been ghosted or assume they're just not interested at all, which is cool. And that's why we tell you to look at the crew and try to reach out to other people because someone else may be more intrigued or give a fuck about your plea then that person, the first person, the, the manager might be like, I could give two fucks less this year to give someone a photo pass or a video pass or, or allow them to come on tour full time or whatever. That might just not be their thing. My job is not to find that. My job is to do all these things. So if you only message that person and they're not interested in that, that doesn't mean that that's the end of the tunnel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you should always be thinking outside the box of like it, go, it goes deeper than that or this person just might not give a fuck that that just remind me of something because when you say plea right i meant that might be actually the issue for a lot of people because I, I think i, I want to just because i think i think i've always gone from the moment i didn't have like any work or any like clout to, to of names to show people right i'm still coming at it as i provide service i'm, I'm a skilled person that's providing a service for you that's gonna be i'm gonna be valuable to you that's rare. And here's how i'm gonna be valuable to you right and if you speak like that you you're like in, you're putting confidence into your message which is making me take you serious yeah. right if you're coming at me like I will do Ellen anything DeGeneres, in the world. Bro. I will do anything in the world to shoot your show. I promise. Like literally, I will do anything. Blah blah blah. You're put. You're placing yourself in like the begging scenario. The p- you know what I, mean? Dude, I I say it like like my mom one time. Uh, I I can't remember why, but Ellen DeGeneres. She watches the show all the time, and she thought that I needed to be on the show, like or something. I can't. Remember. Mom can text me after she hears this shit. But she like did something where she wrote like this super nice, and maybe it was about our music. Like, I think my son's making a bunch of great music and you guys should feature him on the show. Macklemore, Macklemore probably just got done playing. She's like, wait, Ben could do that same thing. You know what I mean? So she writes this super nice message of all these nice things that I did and how this could change my life and all this shit. When you write an email and you talk about how this person's going to change your entire life, no one cares about the Ellen DeGeneres pitch. In this shit, it's just what the fuck can you do for me? It's cutthroat as fuck. That's what this whole industry is. It's cutthroat. I do. I could give two shits about you getting up and fucking changing the game or getting a house in the hills because you fucking you were able to milk my hustle harder or whatever the reason is. No one cares about that shit. So when your whole email is like, "This is what I do. This would change the game." And I've been there before, like where you try to send the like hell mary send and just be like. I am in Iowa. Like I could love, I would love to live in your house in LA and be your full-time video creator. And please, please, please consider me. Oh my God. Uh, and you know what? Those emails, you, the email might reach them. And it, it, a lot of times you can read those emails and be like, damn, that's, that's a dope email. Right. But that might still not get the action because the most important thing is this artist, if we're speaking music, these artists are on the move. Right. right. So uh, do you fit in right now? You don't. Okay. Then we not, we're not going to have, we're like, we or can't work so with you right green, now. You're so green that you spent, you only spent 20% of the email telling me what you could do. And 80% of the email telling me why I would change your life. It needs to be like 10%. The very final right. message is like, I obviously would love this opportunity working with someone at this caliber would change the game for me. Um, I'm here for anything you guys need, et cetera. And the whole other shit above it should just be like, this is a, I am fucking dope. And that's why I'm going to make you even doper if I right. work for it's you. Like, it's like, it's like, like I said, confidence, but not cocky, but also like, I think you can show eagerness by willing to work for free, honestly, than, than like saying yeah. some whole thing. It's like, yo, here's all the things I can do. And honestly, like, I'll be willing to, you know, fly to work for any of your shows for free. I'll be willing to, uh, 
you know, turn it around within X amount of time. Like you can show eagerness in other ways without having to say a whole paragraph about why the opportunity would be great for you because I don't think that's important. So hold on. This is sick. Cause I pulled up, I searched, I'm not going to say your email, but I searched your email in my email to find the first email you sent me from when we met through the, from doing the, the, when I put it out that I needed help on the podcast, you were the person that I chose to help work with me first out of like 25 people. But this is what's cool is I challenge everyone to edit the podcast and show me like what they would do and then make little social clips for Instagram. Cause that's what I needed help with. Dave was the first person to respond to this. You've heard the story before, obviously. Um, and then I love at the end of the email, you're sending it to me, right? You send this really dope email that kind of outlines everything you did. And here's all the edits. And I made all these versions of like four by f- four by five, 16 by nine, et cetera. And at the end of it, you're like, I want to be as thorough as possible considering I only get one shot at this, but I can definitely make these decisions on my own in the future. Cause you gave me a, a, a grip of shit to choose from. Um, if you decide to go with me in that case, I could just send you one video, um, for both you and the interview and one Instagram story along with the project file to save you the most time ever. Like you were literally showing me like I can do, this is what I'll literally do for you to help you save time on the podcast, which was why I was saying I need someone to help me with this because I don't have enough time. And you're like, this is all the options. Here's like, well, it wasn't all, there's tons of other paragraphs, but yeah, it's a lot. I mean, shit, that's long, but you fucking dial that shit where I read this shit. I was like, hell yeah. Like, okay, fuck. Uh, Dave, next time we don't need a four by five, but we could use 69. This right. is not so safe. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Like you can build, you can build that, that eagerness and that like how determined you are to work with them and how much you will take this opportunity serious. Right. You can build that in without all of like the Hail Mary, Ellen Jenner's verbiage. Like right. it's in the way that you're delivering it. Like, listen, this opportunity means something to me. I promise you're not going to find anyone that works harder than me, Bob, exactly. whatever, whatever it is. But with, instead of without being like some long plea, yeah. cause you know I want to drive in a Lambo and I want right. to do it. It's like, who gives a fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Like I didn't ever hit it. I, I wasn't talking to Q like, cause I wanted to drive in this fucking Maybach someday. You know what I mean? That right. just came to be, but I, all it was was like, yo, I'm Musa, I'm going to fucking come and crush the game. Look at here's here's example. I didn't even actually talk to him. I just said, "All right, cool. I know I have a connect. I'm gonna make this video. He'll see this video. He'll want me to go on tour. Right. And you're, you're gonna turn you're gonna turn it around super fast. Mm-hmm. You were super serious about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's how this shit works. It's you're, yeah. that's how you prove it. Like everyone wants to give the opportunity to the person that's like gonna you know. If you're talking about yourself, it's just not gonna work. It's right. like how are you gonna elevate the operation? Like Q like Ben rising in TDE was because everyone in TDE realized he was super ill with it. You know right. what I mean? And so it's like, damn, we need to bring this dude around. Yeah. And that's how you prove that. Um, I like how we were talking about making it easy for them to like view your content. So when you're sending how on whatever platform you're sending and whatever you're directing them to, et cetera, you want it to be so simple. I've seen a lot of like, there's like platforms out there that allow you to make these really intricate websites where like things move to your mouse cursor and there's like all kinds of shit. And it sometimes, Simplicity is key in this sense. Like sometimes it's literally just show me what it is and give me some context to like what this is from. So I can just go and be like, cool, I've done that. Cool, this and that. But then when I have to try to like move my mouse in 360s so that the letter spins and then tells me work, you know what I mean? And I have to click it. It becomes so distracting that I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? Like I think another simplicity thing too, is key. I think another thing too is like, <clears throat> like we were saying, the, I think this is most important because you're going to, you have your message, right? Yeah. It needs to be brief. And we just talked about a million ways of how you can, you know, prove your value and also prove like your eagerness to work, whether it's through your text or willing, be willing to work for free, et cetera. Right. right. But then also, like we said, the, the, the punch, the right hook is the content. So whether it's your embedding photos or you attaching a PDF, like we talked about, but even if you're sending a link, right? Like if you send you, if you're sending them to your website, but 
there's a page specific, like you could build them a page on your website that has everything. Like if you're trying to get hired by artists, but you shoot other things, then create a page on your website that's just your music photos, which sounds obvious, but maybe some people aren't doing it. Right. And give them the direct link to that page mm. first. Don't give them the link to your main page where they see everything else because they're gonna go there anyways. They're gonna see the music stuff, They'll you'll pass the check there, and then they'll see, let's see what's else. And then they'll go to your about page, and then they'll go to your uh, your uh, your lifestyle photos or your landscape photos, and they'll get a understanding that you do more than that. But right. if you're getting hired for that, send them direct to the place you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love that. No man, this is fucking. Hopefully this yeah, shit. Yeah, we just broke it the fuck down, bro. Yeah. So recapping this shit, clean up shop, fucking make your shit look as dial as fucking possible. Do your research on who the crew is, who the contact is, all the contacts you could possibly reach out to, and make sure when you're reaching out to them that you're providing value. And we, it goes even does, we've talked about it before, be on tour and someone will reach out because they want to like link just to link. They didn't even ask, some people didn't even ask for opportunity, like a photo pass, right? But they're photographers and they're in the city we're going to. Hey man, what's up? I'm a photographer in Switzerland. Like you're going to be here in three days. I saw on the tour, don't want to pass. I already have a ticket to the show. Can't wait to watch it. Would love to take you out and just uh, photo, you know, show you some dope photo spots in Switzerland or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm just giving an example. <clears throat> All right, cool. Hell yeah we're free Thursday. Can we go? Can you, do you have a car? Yeah, right, no, cool. but it's, it's a difference between that dude saying that dude or like, cause there's plenty of people reach out and we would love to hang out with everyone. And, but like it kind of is an example of how fast things move and right. you don't always have time, even if you wanted to, right. you know what I mean? So if someone says, yeah, let's link. We're like, bro, we just stayed up till 6am. We're like super tired or right. whatever. But if someone's like, yo, you're here and I would love to show you like our city. Like we have this water, like let's say call it a waterfall or some, dope skyscraper or whatever and I know the best place to get a photo from it like I could take you there now you just now you gave us a reason to like now we're like oh shit like he could take us here let's do that right. you know what I mean and it provides value for us and then and through that you make friends and stuff so um, I, yeah it's just just that could even be a long play game why I drink coffee and my throat just turns into a fucking gargle <laughs> <clears throat> it could be a long play game too like I may pop in your city and you may have an opportunity to take us out and just become friends and you're you're making the friendship happen because you're providing a great time by saying like, yo, you've never been to Switzerland probably because you're from Iowa and that's, you probably never been over here. I, nope, you're right. Cool, I'm gonna show you the illest shit ever. Swag, we go do that, cool. Now through the adventure, we learn a lot about each other. So the next time I pull up to Switzerland and maybe from last time I learned that you do have a business or you do have like access to film equipment and we're in Switzerland, we have a whole idea of how we could execute something on a higher level. Now we can bring you on, you know what I mean? Like you right. have no idea where that's gonna go or who I can recommend you to in the next, oh my friend's actually gonna be in Switzerland, you're dope, you should link and go to his show or her show and shoot that shit. Right, cool. and that happens because you created a relationship first and right. you like, you know what I'm saying? like the you got the end through creating a relationship and then the, the, like the ask comes at the end, yeah. you know? One thing I want to say to conclude, I know we've been talking a lot, but this is going to be valuable for everyone, I think, is so you did all these steps, right? And you sent the illest email of all time. Yep. And you don't get an answer. You got to understand, you got to, one, two things, couple things to understand. Number one, so you don't always score on the first one, right? Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that sucks, obviously, because you, you're hopeful that everyone gets an email, but hopefully you gotta understand that you gotta be doing this on a regular basis. Yep. And obviously COVID makes this hard because move, music isn't moving necessarily, but the more arrows you send out, the more hits you're gonna get, right? So the And you can have your kind of like template of kind of what you, you send in different scenarios in like a notepad, and then the minute you wanna reach out to someone, you, you set that up and you send it because that's gonna be something you can recreate. But also understand that like sometimes you reach out and busy people see it and they're probably like oh that's interesting and they just like move on to something else and don't answer and 
it's okay to follow up again. We literally did a morning roast on this too, but it's okay to follow up. You yeah. know what I mean? And the, the power is in the follow up, follow up. Fortune's in the follow up is what, what we talked about. But so the idea of like, the idea of like, sometimes you send the first one, they don't answer. And then you stay on them politely and kindly and just bump it. And you never know when you, like they were busy the first time, but then you hit them like a week later or two weeks later or three weeks later. Mm-hmm. And that's the time when they can hire you. And they already know you because you already made that, that first impression with them. So it's like staying in people's headspace is important. Like that first like handout is not always going to be the one that, that lands. No, but of course. Yeah. You want, and also when you're doing the template thing that Dave was talking about, always it's good to have your base, but you really need to expand on that. That can help you kind of guide it, but make sure that you're really catering Dialing. to that person. Don't yeah. just be like, cool. They have eight people in their crew. I got all eight emails. Copy, paste, copy, paste, no, copy, paste. Yeah. That is I didn't not mean it. that. I think it, no, I it just becomes it. easier to write Yeah. when you kind of have like, like we do with everything, like you have verbiage kind of sitting that yeah. allows you to make that email faster than you would have because you're saying like some of the parts are the same, but if it sounds blanketed, the most effective way is when someone feels like you're direct, uh, talking directly to their artist right. and what their artist needs and the music that's coming out for them and where they're going and et cetera. Like, yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. tied in. No, I love that. Um, cool. I feel like this is good. Please, obviously if you're, if you're on YouTube, if you're on YouTube, can't talk. We both man. can talk today, bro. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, leave us a comment and let us know, you know, takeaways on this shit. But if you're not on YouTube and you're an audio listener, and we hope you love our voices when you're listening to us, <laughs> uh, we would love to hear your takeaways from this episode. If you thought that this was effective and if you could drop like your three takeaways that you got out of all three of these steps and tag us on like a story or something, we'll definitely repost that shit. And just, it helps us get some awareness on this podcast, but we're excited to hear what you guys think. Um, that's it, right? This covers yeah, that's the it. I think we might we might do a YouTube video on this topic. That's more that's hell yeah. dialed because yeah. I, I got fun. I think there's a lot of people that ask this, so I hope people enjoy it. Um, right. Um, and make sure to subscribe too on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. We appreciate that. And if you support the podcast, and you want to connect with us uh, for updates on the future episodes and find out ways that you can get involved in the growth of Black No Cream. Again, do the text thing that we were talking about at the beginning. Show us a text, 319-209-9041. We also have a link in the description so you can get it there as well if you don't type fast enough. Um, But if you do type fast enough, shout out to you because I said that pretty fast. Uh, Cool. That's it. Follow us on Instagram at Black Window Cream and uh, enjoy the work week. Keep creating. We'll see you in a few days, you 